Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What do you do when your partner's upset that you won't buckle down and propose to them? We'll get into that in a bit, but first... I, 32-year-old female, am losing love for my husband, and I'm not sure if it's me or an actual problem. I want to start off by saying that I love my husband. I know I do. I've just started to feel like we're not compatible emotionally, and I'm not sure if I can push through. Just to preface, I know he isn't looking to divorce, doesn't secretly hate me, and isn't cheating. I just think his selfishness and lack of emotional care is getting worse with age. My husband and I have been married for 6 years, together for 10. He's never been an emotionally affectionate person, but did his best to fill that gap when I would ask for it. Outside of two cases, his lack of emotional contribution didn't have any lasting effects on our relationship. But over the past year and a half or so, it just feels like the load is so lopsided. Honestly, I struggle with mental illness, so I wanted to check here and see if I'm the problem. I can't rule out that it's me. I don't know if couples therapy would work because he shuts down if he feels he's being blamed and doesn't listen to others' feelings. I don't want to divorce him, but at this point, my feelings for him are being affected. I don't find myself interested in hooking up anymore or feeling in the relationship. I don't know what to do. I crave emotional affection and I just don't think I'll ever get it from him. My concerns really boil down to two issues. The fights. His emotions mirror mine and he will not step off of that goalpost if I'm hurt. If I'm upset, he's upset solely because I'm angry with him. He then fights with me for 30 minutes and refuses to apologize. If he does apologize, he says I'm forcing him to do it by not letting it go. It doesn't matter how valid my feelings are, 90% of tiffs go exactly like this. I'm not saying I'm never the problem, but this happens every time regardless. For example, We played video games way late last night. We get ready for bed at the exact same time every day because, edited for clarification, he likes to take a shower every night and 10 is the latest I can do so and reasonably get enough sleep. I wake up early for work and I like to spend some time with him before I fall asleep. The time is understood and I don't remind him every day. I didn't want to ask him to stop last night because I didn't want to fight about it but at some point I had to. He said I should have told him I was ready and it was my fault. I said I was hurt that he prioritized his game over me and that he refused to hear why I was upset. He flat out refused to apologize saying I should have known to come get him. The responsibility is always on me. Every request is met with hostility. I ask him to stop playing games earlier tonight. Hostility. I ask him to miss a hangout with his friend. Hostility. I ask him to do the dishes. Hostility. It's like any task is over the line for him and it has me afraid to ask for anything. When I say something like, I'm just asking you for X, I don't know why you're acting like that. He says it's my fault for yelling at him. This triggers me really bad. I grew up in an abusive home and my parents would tell me I was a monster and just didn't realize it. 
I work very hard to control my tone and voice now because I'm terrified of being perceived as a monster. He knows this. He still insists that every request like this, regardless of how carefully worded or how soft, is me yelling at him. His attention for others, but not for me. He spends at least two days every week out with his friend. On Wednesdays, he leaves as soon as I get home to go play darts. He stays out until 10 to 10.30 when I have to get in bed. I asked him today if he would be angry if I asked him to play every other week. He answered, maybe, and left. The second day dedicated to this friend is one weekend day every week, usually Sunday. They go play disc golf together. So one of the only two full days I have are planned around this outing. It's every week that this friend is available, non-negotiable. It wouldn't matter if there was something I really wanted to do or if I just wanted more time. He'd tell me to work around this outing. Usually, this means I use my one day to spend time with him and the one day he's out doing all the housework because he's not home to do his share. If I want to do something for myself to relax, the chores don't get done until next weekend. We've discussed how this arrangement means I never get any relaxation time myself, and he tells me to just not do chores so I can go out instead. Obviously, that's not possible. Our house would be disgusting. Note, he does do some chores. He cleans the kitchen once a week or every 10 days. I guess this really gets to me because I never feel like a priority. He doesn't plan events with me like he does with his friend. If we do something, it's because I planned it. He doesn't even show interest in wanting to hang out with me for as long as they do, let alone doing something together. Not only do I not get to enjoy similar bonding time, I don't get prioritized for events. It's never, let's hold off, Cage has plans with me that day. It's always, you know that's my disc golf day. If I push him to miss a day, he yells that I'm taking away his time to relax. Mind you, dude works, self-admittedly, a total of 15 hours a week from home. He plays video games throughout his day and goes disc golfing with the same best friend during the workday pretty often. Yet, somehow, me asking him to skip a day or asking if he can give me every other weekend for chores is ruining his relaxation time. He says it's not fair because he spends one of the weekend days with me and I should be happy with that. During the week, we spend around two and a half hours a day together some during dinner where we watch TV and an hour and a half before bed, showering and watching TV. I need more emotional affection and bonding than that. His refusal leads me to believe that we're just not emotionally compatible. I'm not saying he needs to change if that's who he is. It's just not working. Honestly, I feel like this guy's just a bit too comfortable with where things are. It just doesn't seem like they have any urgency or priority in their relationship at all. Like, they kind of just expect they can do the bare minimum, even maybe even below that, and still expect that you're going to be there doing whatever at the end of the day. Personally, I do think OP has to do something at some point, because I think it's pretty obvious this guy's not going to initiate something on his own. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy some pretty tricky questions about relationships, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, My boyfriend, 25-year-old male, keeps hiding my phone away from me, 24-year-old female, and I snapped at him. How do I make him understand me? My boyfriend, 25-year-old male, and I, 24-year-old female, have been together for 5 years and we have a normally good relationship. The issue is that he doesn't like when he sees things in front of him that are in his view. For example, if there are some things on the table like a bottle of soda or a book or anything like a controller, 
he just goes and puts that thing away from his view. Another example is when he asks me to put my water bottle behind the sofa so that he doesn't have to see it in his view. He also just takes stuff he sees from a place if it irritates him and hides it in the closest place. And it's not from a concern about cleanliness because he used to get rid of crisp packets by just stuffing them behind the sofa out of view until I found them there when cleaning. The issue I have is that whenever I put my phone on the table and it's in his view, he takes it without me knowing about it and hides it away. For example, he takes the phone and puts it in between the sofa and the pillow in that little space where things fall, or he hides it underneath some pillows. This has caused me to be angry and irritated on at least five previous occasions where I've repeatedly asked him not to touch my phone and to never hide it from me again because I might not be able to find it in emergencies. This time he did it again when I left my phone on my table, so he brought it to me while I was working and I said that he can leave it next to me on the armchair. But instead, he put it between the armchair pillow and the bottom of my armchair. So essentially completely hidden inside of it in place that I wouldn't be able to find until I asked hi. Then I completely lost my temper and started yelling at him to stop hiding my phone. How do I explain to him that it's not okay for me to not have access to my phone in case of emergency? He doesn't seem to do this to make me angry, but only because it makes him uncomfortable to see things in his view. This is a very curious behavior pattern that obviously I would say would be nice to see some kind of professional just to figure out what's going on. I just don't necessarily think that this is a very healthy mindset or behavior pattern. It's not to insult or put down or attack the boyfriend in any way, it's just... It just seems like something that should be worked on rather than even making it like situational with just a phone or more important stuff. And I feel like addressing the thing as a whole rather than trying to pick your spots with whatever is important enough to not hide away would probably be more successful. Our next story is my boyfriend, 23 year old male, was saying that he loves another woman. So I'm close to completing a one year relationship. Me, 23-year-old female, and my boyfriend, 23-year-old male, have a pretty solid relationship. He's a good boyfriend overall. But last year, we had a problem with a girl. She texted me saying she was in love with him before my boyfriend and I started dating. She deleted it, but I managed to read it anyway. Before we started dating, I told him I kind of didn't want to be in a relationship with him because he had a friend who was in love with him, etc., We started dating anyway because he said he didn't like her and that's fine. So last year, I was at a social event with him watching TikToks on his phone when a message came up with this girl saying, I love you too. I looked right at him and he opened the chat with her right away. I found out she was saying she loves him because he actually said I love you first. I waited until we got at his home and explained that this girl liked him, in case he didn't know, and he was watching TikToks again didn't even look at my face while I was talking, showed me some random video I felt like he wasn't listening, so I just stopped talking and waited until another day so I can message him. When I got to my house, I sent him a message saying I didn't like this kind of thing, that it hurt me, and I asked if he could stop saying that to other girls. He agreed and that was it. Surprise or not, he did it again. Today I just dreamed that on a specific day this girl said that she loves him again and he replied with, I love you too. So when I woke up, I asked him for a screenshot of this specific day. And things happened exactly how it happened in the dream I had. No further explanation needed. He said he didn't have any romantic intention with this girl, that he says this thing to every boy, etc. 
I'm really upset and now he's acting like I'm overreacting, that this is no big deal and I'm really wondering if I should break up. What do you guys think? I'm looking for other solutions. To be fair, I do think it varies depending on what you're comfortable in in your relationship as far as what people, I guess you say friends, saying to each other. I do believe that there's a such thing as a platonic or a friendly love. But I do agree that in this circumstance, with all the background information known and the weird kind of semi-masking of it, I would be very put off and worried too. It just doesn't seem like they're really giving you a straight answer on this situation. And I think either they talk it through and they find enough comfort in this situation, or it might just end up being a bit of a deal breaker because it seems like this probably has been going on for a while. I really don't think it's too big of an ask to say, hey, can you stop telling friends of the opposite gender I love you while we're in a relationship? Because in my opinion, between friends, is there much difference between I love you to a friend and a genuine I appreciate you to a friend? Next story is friend, 22-year-old female, lied about my boyfriend, 25-year-old male, to embarrass me. After I met him and slept with him, she repeatedly told me that he tried to sleep with her first. It was very, very obvious she was trying to make me feel insecure or bad, etc., She is very competitive with other girls and puts people down a lot. I let that go eventually and we ended up dating for a long time and remained friends and roommates with this girl. After some time, I eventually got fed up with her doing stuff along these lines. The constant put downs and competition. I let her know gently that I'm tired of her treating me this way. After this confrontation, she had gone and told all of our friends that my boyfriend tried to sleep with her first and I'm jealous. She told me that she was just letting me know that he did that in order to be a good friend. The only problem is I've asked him now what happened between the two of them, and he never tried to sleep with her at all. She met him and would tell all his friends and him directly that she wanted to freak him. They snapchatted a bit after that and discussed going on a date, and then he ghosted her. After that, she asked him to hang out, and he ghosted her. She's now going out of her way to lie to basically everyone I know about this. Not over-exaggerating. She's told all of our friends and even confronted a random girl I work with. I don't know how to react to this situation. I'm kind of embarrassed. I don't know what to say or do. I think it's clear this person is not my friend, and I'm considering just letting her tell the lie and walk away from the friendship. As long as you know everything in this situation to be true as OP views it, then I think this person probably isn't worth being a friend. I mean, they're going to try to backstab you and mess things up because they're jealous of somebody you're involved with? Doesn't seem like much of a friend. Now, if they had come to you and said, this person sucks, I showed so much interest in them and they just kept ghosting me. Sure, it's nice to have that concern from a friend, but not all these falsehoods and lies to try to make sure you give up on them. Our next story is questioning my 26-year-old female relationship with my boyfriend, 29-year-old male, after three years. Should I tell him? This is mostly a rant. I love my boyfriend very much, but he keeps doing things that make me question our future together in a do I really want to deal with this kind of way. Hands down, the biggest problem is that my boyfriend says all of these things, but then he doesn't do them. For example, the registration on a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Cool fact. 
a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. His motorcycle lapsed two years ago. For the past two years, every single time he's had a day off or vacation, he says, Oh, I need to go to the DMV and re-register my motorcycle. He was just on a two-week staycation, and the three things he wanted to accomplish were A, get his haircut, B, go to the DMV, and C, clean his apartment. He did none of these things. There are some other small things that worry me. The first one is that I hate open tasks, but my boyfriend is totally fine with them. Example, we'll get home with groceries and he'll just let the frozen stuff melt for 30 minutes while he plays with his phone, or the washing machine will finish and he'll just leave his clothes in it for 24 hours. The other thing is that he's really bad at keeping stock of his own household. I'll admit that sometimes I forget to buy shampoo or toothpaste and then I'll have to rough it out for a day or two. My boyfriend will go weeks without soap until I remind him to buy soap because I know that he's out but he doesn't. He also literally works in a grocery store. So the problem isn't finding time to swing by the store and pick up shampoo. It would be one thing if we lived together but we don't and yet somehow I'm still managing his household for him. He's also run out of toilet paper more than once. I've always known that I want to have kids one day, and my boyfriend's actions make me concerned about what the distribution of labor is going to look like. I don't want my kids to have one of those TikTok dads who doesn't know their birthday or what school they go to. On one hand, I can see my boyfriend stepping up if we were to have kids, but I can also see him not doing that and becoming essentially another child for me to take care of. I'm pretty sure there's no one perfect partner in successful long-term relationship is something you build together, but he sees his inability to buy toilet paper when he's running out as a quirk. And I know I can't make him change. Maybe I just need to do a better job of enforcing the I'm your girlfriend, not your mom boundary, and then he'll change his behavior. Oh, and we've been talking about getting an apartment together for about six months. My boyfriend has done absolutely nothing to contribute towards us moving in together. This is fine as both of our work situations are up in the air at the moment. I'm about to finish my masters and he's interviewing for jobs. And objectively, it doesn't make sense to be applying for apartments right now. He hasn't even talked to his roommate about the possibility of him moving out. Like we've talked about kids and marriage and all of this stuff in the future. 
There's a real, tangible way for him to prove he's committed to our relationship right now, talking to his roommate, and he won't do it. Now, I don't know if there's maybe something undiagnosed going on here, but I think the fact of the matter is that this guy does seem extremely unreliable. I'm not saying it can't work out, but I would, if I were an OP situation, be overly cautious about really hoping that things will change. When there's no sign of self-starting anything, I think it's just a very big concern. This next story is, how do I, 31-year-old female, deal with a neighbor, 38-year-old female, who takes our belongings and denies it? I, 31-year-old female, have a neighbor, 38-year-old female, who has taken three of my items. One belonged to my child, nine months old, and when she invited me to her house, I said, that's my child's blanket. It was a gift from our midwife. And she said, oh no, I think one of my friends gave me that. I have a photo of the baby blanket that she took. Later, I noticed that one of our houseplants that she had moved to her balcony. Part of me thinks best to let it go and keep the peace. Another part thinks I want to go over and take the item back because I don't know how to go about confronting her again. Today, I went to our shared shower space and noticed another one of my items missing. And she is the only one who could have taken it. What is the most mature way to handle this situation? 100%, I think you need to address them and address her and say, hey, I know you've stolen these things. It would definitely be better if you had some kind of proof that they were yours because in that situation you could probably go down some like call the cops route. Maybe threatening that you would call the cops would help, but yeah, I would not be afraid of addressing them personally and saying, listen, I know you're taking these things, just give it back to me. I don't know if you have like a landlord situation, but maybe involving them in this would be good. I mean, the bottom line is, don't be ashamed for trying to get your stuff back. This next story is, I, 31-year-old male, am getting mixed signals from my girlfriend, 29-year-old female, who is upset I won't be proposing on our upcoming trip. My girlfriend, 29-year-old female, and I, 31-year-old male, are going on an international trip together in a week. In the past couple of months, we've talked about moving somewhere together after she finishes her degree, and more recently we've had discussions about marriage and starting a family. We're both divorced with no kids. Despite this, I do not have plans to propose during our trip. For a timeline of our relationship, we met in early 2018, started dating in early 2019, broke up early 2022 and got back together late 2022. We've been living together for the past 7 months. I am madly in love with this woman and she makes me happier than I've ever felt. I want to spend the rest of my life with her. However, I get mixed messages from her about how she feels about marriage. At the beginning of our relationship, she told me that she would never get married again due to her experience with her ex-husband. It would be nice to call her my wife, but ultimately what I care about is having a life partner, so her view didn't bother me. Although she has started talking about marriage lately, but she said things like, marriage is a trap, as recently as last week. Perhaps more pressingly, she'll sometimes say things that feel to me like she's questioning our relationship. Most salient at the moment, a couple days ago in the midst of the argument she said, among other things, that our couple moments of happiness don't outweigh the negatives of our relationship. This isn't the first time she's expressed negative sentiments about our relationship, but this was the strongest since we got back together. The next day, we talked about the cause of the fight. 
but we didn't discuss these things that she said. Logically, I think that she doesn't really mean it when she says those things in the heat of the moment, but it still seems like a line is crossed by bringing the entire relationship into question during a fight. It's especially hurtful because I felt blindsided by her leaving abruptly during our breakup last year. Tonight, she indirectly asked me if I was planning on proposing during our trip. I felt awful, but I told her no. I didn't plan to propose during the trip. As expected, the answer made her extremely upset. In the ensuing conversation, I said that it wasn't clear to me about why she wanted to get married, which isn't accurate, but it was how I stupidly worded it in the heat of the moment. I later tried to correct it to, I don't know why you want to get married because I feel like I get mixed messages from you. This led to a large fight and we went to bed with it unresolved. She feels sad and embarrassed that I'm not ready to propose. I feel a combination of sad and anxious that is keeping me from sleep. Again, logically, the events from tonight indicate she wants to get married, but emotionally I feel insecure about some of the things she says. Maybe I'm crazy for feeling this way? I'm not really sure on why I'm posting this. I just don't know what to do. I guess I would like some advice on how to handle this situation on both an introspective level. How can I handle my own feelings in a productive way? As well as a relationship level, how can I comfort my girlfriend? Well, personally, I think the best relationships obviously are ones where you can have this discussion and have it not turn into some weird, petty, emotionally distant battle. As in, instead of being productive about a relationship question or comment like this, you guys turn to either not saying enough or not being communicative enough, and then going all cold war with it where you're both feeling things in private. I think honestly the most productive thing is to just be honest about your feelings and how you feel about the relationship. I feel like you can't play it afraid that something might happen, because then it just kind of masks the whole thing or maybe strong arms it into a direction where it's just not being productive in talking. It's easy though for me to say that as a total amateur, and I know if I was in that situation, I probably would do the same exact thing. I would probably make the exact same mistakes. It's different when you're actually in that situation. But being so removed from it and, again, being a total amateur, that's how I kind of feel about it. This next story is, I, 25-year-old female, am thinking about breaking up with my boyfriend, 32-year-old male, because of his dad and our dog. Here's the thing. I love my boyfriend a lot. We've been together for five years. He was there while I finished university, then we moved in together and have been together ever since. It was very apparent early into our relationship, he was super close with his dad. I'm a family person as well, so definitely was not a problem for me. My boyfriend took a job about 5 hours away from where I was living and his dad owned a house up there. So he was working and living up there while his dad and I lived in the original town we met in. As time passed, I moved into my boyfriend's dad's house with my boyfriend. Quickly, his dad started coming up and staying with us, being there regularly, having his friends over, staying for months on end. Please note that my boyfriend and I were paying rent to his dad, but didn't really have a formal contract. I really like his dad and we were spending a lot of time around him, and I really started to feel like I couldn't say anything because one, he wasn't my dad, and two, it is his house that we're living in. Then other things started to happen. My boyfriend quit his job and became unemployed for two years, so I was pretty much paying for pretty much everything. Along with his dad and my boyfriend, I got a dog hunting dog, his dad only referred to it as his son's dog, that my boyfriend was the handler. 
I left ours with his dad for about two weeks, left him detailed notes, bought and provided his food and his medicine and the pill pockets for our dog, emphasized how much I appreciated him taking care of our dog, and then left. I called my boyfriend a couple of days later and mentioned in passing, I hope your dad's giving our dog his pills, they're allergy pills, and they're expensive as freak. And my boyfriend mentions that he is. His dad called him yesterday and was asking a bunch of questions about his feeding schedule, how to take the pills, wanting clarification. It really annoyed me. My boyfriend doesn't take care of our dog. I do. My boyfriend also doesn't contribute to our dog as he didn't have a job. As in, I pay for his food. Again, really expensive food because it's the only kind that works for his skin and coat. I pay for his medicine. I paid to get him snipped. I've paid for all of his vet bills. I paid for all his mats and toys, his leashes, etc. Everything that dog has, I paid for. I also work from home. So I walk him. I train him. Everything. Well, yesterday I went to his dad's house to check up on our dog and drop off some things for him, leaving on holidays tomorrow, and he has a shock collar on him, which, let me say, is fairly normal for hunting dogs, but I have expressed repeatedly that I do not want a shock collar on our dog, because, simply, he doesn't need one. I also don't really like the way that my boyfriend's dad uses one on his dogs, and our dog isn't his dog, so I was shocked to see it, Then while I was there, he was handling him and giving him commands, obviously excited to show me all the things he'd been working on with our dog. I was annoyed because I hadn't seen our dog for a week and just wanted to be with him. He told our dog to heal, and it was clear he wanted to heal up to me, but his dad would not let him, only healed to me. What annoyed me most about the whole thing was I came to check in on our dog and felt like I was being blocked and I had no control over anything that happened. As I left, I called my boyfriend to tell him that his dad put the shock collar on our dog and I wasn't okay with it, and I couldn't believe he did that without asking first. He then informs me that his dad asked him and he said it was fine, and that he didn't think I would have an issue with it. And I said yes, I do have an issue with it and that he knows I don't like the shock collar and have expressed that to him multiple times. Needless to say, we got into an argument where I told him that both him and his dad were being disrespectful, and that Harper is also my dog, and that I shouldn't be excluded in everything, especially seeing as I'm the one paying for literally everything. We have other issues in our relationship, but respect is the biggest one. He feels that I don't respect him, but completely fails to see that he doesn't respect me either. This alone sounds like a stupid reason to end a relationship, especially a long-term one like ours. But I'm at my wit's end and need advice from unbiased strangers on the internet. Well, let me just say, as a huge dog lover, I can't blame OP for justly being very upset here. And I also think that it's a valid enough reason to at least question your relationship. I mean, this guy is 32 years old, is well aware that this dog in every way is what you care for and you provide for and doesn't understand to not violate your boundaries by just excluding you from making critical decisions about caring for that dog? Beyond that, how does he go two years being unemployed? OP didn't really frame it in a way that suggested they were like a stay-at-home boyfriend, you know, helping carry some big chore load or something. I do feel like genuinely there are some red flags here. I'm not saying end it. I'm not saying it can't, you know, recover and be worked on, but there's definitely a lot of things being done here that are indicative of not much trust going on here. 
But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely difficult relationship question, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.